the This Week in Music History podcast with Marty Miller from Nova.ie and Radio Nova. Well, hello there. This is Marty Miller here, as the introduction did say. Hope you've had a good week. We're now taking a look back at the week that was in music history from November 29th until December 3rd. In the real world, as in now... Ireland is looking for uh, somebody who's won 825 grand in the lotto. They've uh, left that unclaimed since October, so everyone's kind of going, ooh, I wonder where that person is. But in the world of music, what went on this week, years gone by? Well, it was the 20th anniversary of a Beatles death this week. The biggest pop album ever was given to us this week, back in 1982, featuring some really great rockers. And inviting the Sex Pistols on to daytime TV. A risky old move, as we'll find out over the next few minutes. But we'll start back in 1997, when there was a big number one for charity. For children in need, actually. It was a cover of Lou Reed's Perfect Day, and it was really rather good. Just a perfect day. Feed animals in the zoo. Then later, a movie too, and then home. It was this week back in 2001, so 20 years ago, that we lost George Harrison. Here's his pal Paul talking from that time. I'm very sad, devastated. Uh, We've known he's been ill for a long time, and um, just very sad to hear that uh, he's, he's passed on. He's a lovely man. I love him dearly. I grew up with him and I like to remember all the great times we had together in Liverpool and with the Beatles and uh, ever since really. Say, I'm very sad for him and his family and for all of us. The biggest pop album of all time was given to the world this week back in 1982, Michael Jackson's Thriller. It's still the biggest pop album of all time. So who played on it? Eddie Van Halen, Jeff Piccaro of Toto and Steve Lukather of Toto. Steve kind of thought, well, this should be pretty good, actually. There's some pretty good songs on here. Or is there? And we're just going like, this is going to be absolutely fantastic, man. And, uh, <laughs> and the song starts, he goes, the doggone girl is mine. And if I could have a camera look on Jeff's face, man. We fell out, man. We fell out. We were cracking up with the lyric, the doggone girl is mine. (laughs) Were you or are you a Ramones fan? It was this week back in 2003 that a block of New York City was given to Joey Ramone. Joey Ramone place became a thing and to this day it... (laughs) It has become the most stolen street sign in New York City. So now they've moved it 20 feet above ground level. We're here to celebrate Joey Ramone. And I wanted to say that Joey was an outsider artist. He was a man engaged in intense self-exploration. He was a person who truly lived at the edge. While, while challenging our traditional cultural values. This week back in 1964, The Who played the first of 22 consecutive Tuesday night shows at the Marquee in London. The band were paid £50 for each gig. How did they sound in 1964? Well, they were doing a couple of covers. Here's The Who doing Green Onions. And again, in real life, just this week, Roger Daltrey has said that he hasn't seen Pete Townsend 
in two years because of the whole COVID thing. But when they get together, they get together. He says, I know what he looks like. In 1976 this week, the Sex Pistols were on a little television show called The Today Show. Daytime TV, hosted by a fella called Bill Grundy. Queen were supposed to be on. They had to pull out, so the Sex Pistols were brought in last minute. Well, it all went off. Why? Because the host, Bill Grundy, started perving on punk Susie Sue. Susie, she was just being like coy with him. And he said, oh, maybe we'll meet after. We'll meet after, shall we? Dirty son You dirty old man Steve completely understood That he was talking to a drunk As you would a drunk in a pub And he just topped him Well keep going Keep going Go on you've got another five seconds Say something outrageous Bill Grundy was fired after that In 1978 this week Rod Stewart was number one on the singles chart With Do You Think I'm Sexy a song he nicked from a lad in Brazil. How do we know that? Because his old pal Elton John ratted on him. Do you think I'm sexy? Was stolen from something. We went to Rio together to the carnival, right. and the main thing that he bought a record in Rio, which was Ole Ole. No, that's the World Cup one, which he also stole. It's da 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 da. Not many people know it, but I have the record. It's by a guy called Jorge Ben. At the end of that, Rod Stewart agreed to pay all of the royalties from that record to the United Nations Children's Fund. And another great rocker. 2014, we lost the great saxophonist Bobby Keys. You remember Bobby. He played with the Rolling Stones quite a bit. Bobby Keys is not the best saxophone player in the world. He's the best rock and roll saxophone player in the world. We had to find a rocker, you know, and he was the only one. Moves plays the saxophone in one giant swagger. He has that looseness about the rock and roll. He knows how to roll. His life's been a life of being Bobby Keys, you know? And uh, must, must have been a hell of a ride for him. Every time I go to London, I always see the Battersea Power Station and I always think of Pink Floyd's Animals album. Well, did you know that this week in 1976, the album cover for that was being shot with a giant pig named Algae uh, moored to the chimney towers? Well, of course, it all went wrong. As Pink Floyd take up the story? It was also a highly paid marksman whose job was to deflate the pig with a well placed shot in the event of it escaping but unfortunately for various different reasons we didn't actually get the shot we wanted that day the next morning everyone reported for work with the exception of the marksman who got stuck in traffic somewhere (laughs) or overslept (laughs) anyway by the time the marksman got there the pig was at 20,000 feet and heading for Dover there was a a police helicopter did give chase but the pig was actually (laughs) it actually was climbing like an f-14 at the time and um it was some time later, I think, it reached a certain height and then the various safety valves opened and it, it began a gentle descent and uh, landed in a field in Kent. And this week in 2014, we lost an absolute legend of a fella. 
Ian McLagan was his name. He was a member of the Small Faces, the Faces. He played with the Rolling Stones, Bob Dylan, Bonnie Raitt, Joe Cocker, Jackson Brown, Chuck Berry and Bruce Springsteen. He was a lovely fella. I remember interviewing him a few years ago, wondering, did he ever feel his age, ever? Absolutely not. I'm actually 18 inside this ageing body. The brain is still, you know, the mental attitude is still 18, so I'm still uh, scratching and, and biting and fighting my way through a day, you know. And that is a little look at the week that was, from November 29th until December 3rd in music history. We take a look at it daily on the radio for you, always play a song relevant to the day in music history. But, as always, thanks for checking out our little podcast. My name is Marty Miller. There's more all of the time on Nova.ie.